Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Joey Tartell and the juxtaposed juggernaut, Brian Appleby Weinberg. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. Sure, you can get your trumpet information in other places, but if you've got a problem with the World Trumpet Federation, then you've got a problem with me, and I suggest you let that one marinate. So figure it out. Head on over to WorldTrumpetFederation.com for all things trumpet. And whether you're a trumpet teacher or trumpet performer, or hey, even if you're not a trumpet player at all and you're just trying to do some CrossFit, it's okay. Your secret is safe with us. We've got all the stuff you need. That's www.WorldTrumpetFederation.com. And by the Anton Weidinger Institute for Trumpet Wellness. Do you experience a sense of loss when the Haydn or Hummel trumpet concerti are not on the audition list? Are you sad when you think about the money you spent on that tarnishing E-flat trumpet that now just adorns your office to suggest to visitors and students that you may have been great at one point? If so, you may want to seek help at the Anton Weidinger Institute for Trumpet Wellness. Currently booking single and trumpet ensemble retreats for 2022, the Anton Weidinger Institute is committed to restoring joy to trumpeters who long for the days of E-flat trumpet greatness. Writing their own cadenzas and having nightmares about that solitary concert D-flat in the first movement that has scarred more trumpet players than a chipped 14A4A. Go to www.keedbugleforlife.com to get details on how the Anton Weidinger Institute for Trumpet Wellness can change your life faster than a set of Blackburn pipes on a $300 piccolo trumpet you bought on eBay. That's www.keedbugleforlife.com. We'll seven see you there. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments, warming up, couple things, and no offense. We use these segments to gather, get, and garnish information that we believe is important to a galactic trumpet geosphere. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, we ease into the show with a segment called Warming Up. And each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chopsaver. And we've talked about it so much that people are now asking me about ChopSaver in public. They ask me all sorts of questions. Hey, does that stuff really work? Are you just saying all that nice stuff about ChopSaver because you get it for free? Does Joey really have self-esteem issues? And, you know, I never get tired <laughs> of any of those questions. The answers are uh, yes, no, and absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Gosling has created a magical solution that is just the best lip treatment on the planet. So go on over to ChopSaver.com and get you some. Uh, speaking of self-esteem issues, Brian, what do you have for us this week? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> totally. Oh, that's a nice toss. Um, so I'm just uh, super excited because uh, this week for me is uh, concert week with the brass band. Yes. Uh-oh. Yes. And super excited. I'm and going. Bill and Lynn are coming out to the show um, and uh, on Sunday, 2 o'clock, Rowan University. Uh, it's two parts. Uh, we're doing a couple of contest pieces and a um, couple of tuba uh, euphonium baritone features on the first half, plus a neat, neat, neat opener. And then the second half is our, quote, entertainment show. And um, two pieces that Bill wrote us are so on that half. Are, are you saying that the first half is not entertaining? Is that what you're saying to us? I'm going after intermission. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why would you show up if the first half's not entertaining? <laughs> It'll be entertaining, but it's a quote entertainment show, like a like a kind like Bill and I did when we went to with Pete when we went to um, Brass in Concert in a England. couple of years ago in, yeah. in the UK. Okay. Yeah. 
yeah. entertainment show proper. Like what with makes lights quote and, what makes quote entertainment quote entertainment. So there's some moving around on stage. There's some um, there's choreography. Vi- there's choreography. There's some video. Um, <laughs> there, yeah. Not like you're thinking. It's just they just move from place to place. There's yeah. no dancing. It Thankfully, like, no it dancing. It sounds like Brian's going to be dancing. I'll be Could trying be. not to trip is what I'm right. really trying not to do. And I'm doing a solo, actually, a solo in front of the band. What solo are you playing? I'm playing a little piece, a little Verdi Siciliana that um, that Sal arranged for the band. That sounds nice. cool. Yeah. Sounds great. Nice little, nice little piece. And then, um, of course, I'm featured on, on Bill's uh, other arrangement, A Fond Kiss. Right. And the secret opener that we can't know anything about? Right. <laughs> it's, I could, it's called Blue Heron Sketches. Oh, we're allowed to know the title now. Yeah. Now you can know the title. All it right. is. We, we affectionately refer to it as blue heroin sketches because it's crazy. <laughs> it's like all it's over a, the place. It's a little challenging. Yeah. All and right. super fast. And we have to tongue a lot of notes. Well, I didn't have to play it. I just had to write it. Right. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Joey, anyway, don't worry. It, I'm going to be texting you so many updates during this concert. It's going <laughs> to feel like you're there. <laughs> okay. I feel better already. Perfect. <laughs> You feel like you're right. In fact, I feel so guilty. We should get him a ticket. I'm going to be texting him so much. (laughs) (laughs) We should buy him a ticket. I'll get it covered and be waiting for him at roll call. We'll call. Excellent. Uh, Is this going to be a live stream concert or no, you can't let the, you can't do that. I don't think we can do that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, you don't want anyone else to know what you're playing. That's right. This is just for the right. home. We're going to try and keep it a secret. Stealing all that secret opener from the Blue (laughs) Heron sketches. The Blue Heron sketches. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be great. I can't. Very I'm excited. so excited to be there. It's gonna be great. Yeah. It'll be good, and the band sounds good. So very yeah, exciting. Really good. Yeah. All right, Joey. What do you have for us? Well, if you'd done this last week, I could have just driven over. I I was over with the Pittsburgh <laughs> Symphony Orchestra last weekend. That's right. Uh, as you left your state, I came in. Um, yes. <laughs> and I I may have reported back after doing one like a one thing with them over the summer, but this was in the hall in Heinz Hall. This was. Essentially, Byron Stripling's first full weekend as principal pops conductor in front of the orchestra in Heinz Hall. That guy's really good. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Did I he mean, play, too? It, yes. Cause oh. it, it, so the show, we had Carmen Bradford there. If you haven't heard her sing, um, I saw her with the Basie band, and they announced that she was the last singer that Count Basie hired wow. You know, uh, before he had passed. So I think that's where they met. They were on the band together. Um. So the show, it's it's very big bandy. It, it opens, if you haven't seen Byron in concert, just go see him whenever he comes near you. He's all over the place. And if you're anywhere near Pittsburgh, drive out and go see the Pops. He takes one step onto stage and yells, hello, Pittsburgh, and the place starts cheering, you know. <laughs> and he just counts off. Now, here's the other part. It's, an, it's a very small world. We talk about these sorts of things. I, when I got there, I got there early for the rehearsal, and the, the rhythm section's on stage, piano, bass, and drums, uh, and Byron's there working with them. You know, everybody's facing out and everybody's in masks. So I'm getting set up and then the drummer turns and looks over. Looks familiar, but masks, <laughs> sometimes distance, hard to tell. Yeah. The drummer was a guy named Jim Rupp. If you don't know Jim Rupp, you may not. Um, he was a, he's a great jazz and big band drummer. Uh, we worked together on Woody Herman's band, which oh. I was part of after after Woody had died. I was never on the road with Woody. But uh, he was, and he play, has played with everyone, lives in Columbus, Ohio. And I looked over and I was like, Jim, and he turns, and I just kind of pull my mask on just for a second. He's like, Joey. So then we're chatting, <laughs> and Byron comes over, like, you guys know each other. So uh, 
it was so having him there, I'm like, oh, this is just going to be outstanding. Yeah, mm-hmm. super. So easy. Byron walks on stage, points at Jim. He gives us eight bar fill in, and then he sings. It don't mean a thing, and then plays a solo over it. You know, a, a nice <laughs> big band arrangement with strings. That's the opening of the show. Oh, nice. Spectacular. Brings the singer out, had a young tap dancer come out. But uh, if you're anywhere near Pittsburgh, I'm telling you, this orchestra is doing it right. Doing it right. Absolute pleasure. Uh, uh, And I will say this, a big thank you. I don't know that he listens to us, but Neil Burntson, who's the second trumpet player in the orchestra. Yes. Neil uh, hosted. He just said, hey, come stay in the house. Nice. The last time I was out, he goes, just come stay with me. And last but not least, I sent you guys a picture. Dr. James That's Moore. Right. Dr. James That's Moore right. was playing in on Saturday and got, we got together, got to actually hang out a little bit. No offense to you personally, Brian. Yeah, so, it sounds like a terrible uh, idea, even great, with the big Dr. Moore. Great, great uh, time. So, a great weekend. I mean, great to play with the orchestra. Uh, great to hang with Neil. Uh, great to hang with uh, James Moore. And actually, uh, Neil had me do a, a class for the trumpet students at Carnegie Mellon, which was All also right. great as well, which was very cool. So, that that's kind of update what's been going on and what's been on my mind this week. That's good to fabulous. get out and play. Good to get out and see. You know, see. I, I love hanging with the orchestras. That's an orchestra that's doing great. So go check them out. And if Byron's anywhere near you, <laughs> he puts on an unbelievable yeah. show. And it's amazing because he plays the trumpet great, and he's a great musician. You put those two things together, you just can't miss. That's fabulous. Cool. So, Bill, Very what do cool. you got for us? Well, since I knew you were coming to Pennsylvania, I got out of the state and went to Tennessee. <laughs> I held it down for you. I knew as long as one of it was was here, it was going to be all right. Exactly. What was going on in Tennessee? So Tennessee, uh, this is really cool. I went and judged a marching band competition. So one of our uh, graduates and one of our grad program, David Simonis, is the director of bands at The Tennessee High School in Bristol, Tennessee. That's the name of the school. It's called The Tennessee School? The Tennessee High School. Now, here's the reason. Bristol, Tennessee is the border town between between Virginia and Tennessee. So there's... The Virginia High School and the Tennessee High School, oh. both in the same town. Okay, I kind of, oh, I kind of right. like that. Yeah, so great. Right. I went down a day early, and I worked with David's kids at the Tennessee High School, and they're phenomenal. He's doing a great job there teaching. It's just really spectacular. And then I judged on Saturday. I judged twenty-seven marching bands. Oh my gosh! From the morning until the evening. That is a lot of marching bands. A lot of marching yeah. bands. But there was this thing about like. Just it was back, right? Like we were oh, back. Oh yeah. There's a full audience. People are cheering. There's bands. It's the pageantry. The whole thing is there. And man, did I hear some incredible, incredible bands on Saturday. It was Fantastic. truly remarkable. And if you're just looking for a cool place to hang, Bristol. Well, I was in I was on the Virginia side, but literally the State Street that goes down through the town. That Great Street. State Street. Yeah. Uh, State Street. One side is Virginia. The other side is Tennessee. Like you cross the street. You're in right. either state. Live music, great places to hang out. Um, just a phenomenal, phenomenal hang. Again, no offense to you personally, Brian, <laughs> but beautiful place to be. It was like being in a movie. It was re- remarkable. It was just great hotel. Uh, the whole thing was just fantastic to be back out, hearing great music, and just uh, having a wonderful experience. So shout out to Bristol, Tennessee at the Tennessee High School. Excellent. All right, so let's get to the important question now. Right. Who won? Uh, who won? Yeah. It's a marching band competition, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, who won my sheet was Elizabethton High School. In oh, Tennessee. sure. Elizabethton, yeah. Oh, my oh, gosh. Those guys are great. 
ridiculous. And Anka High School, phenomenal. That These Paul are, Anka High School? No. They E-N-K. did it their way? <laughs> nice, though. They did yeah, it they their li- way, They right? like the way they did it. Yeah. And they should. And uh, but these are like BOA caliber bands, Bands of yeah. America caliber bands. Yeah. are just, just phenomenal. Wow. So, yeah. How big were those bands? Uh, those are big bands. These yeah. are 100 playing members. And nice. Yeah. Wait, 100 playing members 100 is a plus, big band? 100 plus. Not the kind of big band you're thinking of. Yeah. I mean, where I was growing up, that would be a little band. <laughs> well. Right. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Great state of Texas. Come on. Everything's bigger. Yeah. Yeah. So good. We're all caught up. A little yeah, warming up. That's excellent. A little shout out. And boys, you're not ready for tonight because I, I know I didn't warn you what was coming. And you might be expecting some trauma trivia or some backboard bingo or Jeopardy, which, by the way, I'm saving for episode 60. So right around the corner. Okay. Tonight, it's time for another round of snippets. Oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. Snippets. The we did game so well before. Tests, the game that tests your oral knowledge. Of the trumpet repertoire. Oh, no. Which is evidently zero. <laughs> zero. <laughs> yes. Based on last time. Now, I think I took it easy on you guys last time. I don't think you did. I think I did. So, are you ready? I got my gut. Look, Absolutely. The horn is out. The horn is out. The horn is out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the horn is out. I mean, this is the way we play snippets, right? Yeah, of course. This is the downside, of course. Now, I'm having to play these live. You know, right. how many like are you, Joey had like, to play double C's? Like overdubbing double C's later. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. You know what the snippets are. I did not know I was playing double C's. You know what a double C is. You play it every day. <laughs> That's Multiple. not what I said. You're changing what I said. <laughs> oh my god! That's I got I got four questions right and still had to do it because <laughs> Brian is a horrible person. Well, well, see, from my perspective, that game was a complete victory because the end result was that you got to play all the double C's, <laughs> which was that was the goal of the game. It wasn't yeah. the answers. Yeah, we had very different goals in that game. It was funny the way that came to me. I was sitting there going, I wonder if I could get Joey to play five double C's on the air. How could I do that? And then it just came to me. All right. So all right, are we ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You're the one that has snippet to play snippets. Snippet number one. Snippet. No, snip I'm not sure I'm ready. But here we go. Snippet number one. Oh, where's my buzzer? Did that come through? Okay? Just go for yeah, it. Yeah, I got it. Brian, I don't. I don't have it. That's Ives. Um, oh. Variations on America. Variations Nails. on America. Nails. As come soon on. as you said it, I didn't have it. As soon as you said it, that's it. You're right. Yeah, man. Nice call. Boom. Way to go. That's wow. it. I'm out for the rest of the night. That's, that's no. You're out. That's that was cool. You, hey, you got to get your buzzers ready. I don't have my. Hold on. Right, gotta get your buzzer and Joey, grab your horn. Joey, could you send me a? <laughs> could you send me a buzzer? I've sent you at least two buzzers. <laughs> You're a terrible human being. He, I love that you keep sending the buzzers and he still uses that. <laughs> he terrible still thing. doesn't do it. Here it comes. All oh, right, it's not working. It's not working. He says. No. Okay, now we're set. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> That's pretty volume. soft. Oh, yours is your volume's way Why down. Is my volume off. Huh, that, not very that's loud. Really light, but that's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that's out. Weird. That my volume says it's all the way up. That's, that's all right. With this list, I don't think you're going to need it much. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian. What is Hindemith Symphony in B flat? Oh, wow. <laughs> Nails. <laughs> Damn, Joey, where you at? Yeah. Come on. I was Joey, reaching you, for the buzzer. Did your buzzer stick? <laughs> yes. My Want me to send you a buzzer? 
Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> All right. Snippet number three. I'm I'm just stunned that Bill was telling notes. Just a second, it's going to take me. I, and here's the thing: this is why I'm doing this on video. You actually see me doing it. Yeah. So you know, I don't have one of my students here handing the trumpet. <laughs> I don't have it. You need a little more? Are you I got gonna... nothing. Maybe a little bit. I'll Wait play a you a little more. I don't know what that is. Any guesses? I got nothing. Nothing. That's not like Rose Variations or something, is it? No. No, I have no No. idea what that is. That is is John Philip Sousa, Golden Jubilee. Oh, Oh, yeah. I'm never going to get that. (laughs) I thought Brian might get it. Yeah, sorry. I'll take Obscure Marches for 600, please. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that obscure. It's on a a list. Yeah, it's It's on the list. It's on a pretty big list. Okay. In fact, it's the list I'm playing from. Okay, cool. This would be a snippet number four. Oh, but I know this. I played this. No, I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to remember what comes next. Can you play that one more time? I do know this. Do you want more? Or just want that much? Just that much. This is where my titles go out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm mad now. This one, I, the last you one, str- I just didn't you know. You struggle with a lot of things on the staff. <laughs> you know, like, that's, in the, that's in the higher. staff. <laughs> on the staff is easy. <laughs> Under the staff is what sucks. <laughs> what is that? Uh, yeah, go ahead. You got to tell us what that is. Least oh, that's Lee Stroir. That's Lee Stroir. Yeah. 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 I thought you guys were going to get that one. Yeah. Like, Joey, I thought you were going to get it. that one. I had it. I had it. I just couldn't get there. You know wow. what? You inflected the 3 8 bar wrong. Oh, please. Here we go. <laughs> You're lucky I even articulated any I'm of not, that. I'm not disagreeing with him. Here's the way I play it. <laughs> There's the whole thing. <laughs> the Shankarian analysis of. <laughs> I am full march of the devil. <laughs> Stop. All right. Are we ready? Okay. Snippet. No, still not wrong. Snippet still number wrong. five. Okay. Hold on. That's a that's a yeah. uh, Charlie A. Halfway home. Number four. So close, you're in the right Three? ballpark. Three, like six or something. Brian, six. six. Charlie, six. six. <laughs> I can sing it. I can sing it and play it all the way out. <laughs> yeah, he's doing all the fingerings to it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. I was glad that you were singing it, which means I didn't have to play any more of it. Uh oh. Wait. 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 We got a horn switch to cornet oh, right here. All right. Switch to cornet, which is my. This is my prerogative. Uh, I. On we're the doing Bobby it, Brown. Yeah, <clears throat> it's Bobby Brown. <laughs> I know. I have all those things memorized. Um, you're gonna play. You're gonna play my prerogative on cornet. I'm very excited for this. I don't understand. Why would you not play it on cornet? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, here we go. Snippet number six. <laughs> I 
Oh my god. <laughs> I, got, I thought I got, Brian I got would nothing. get this. I got yeah. nothing. Wait. I will guess obscure British bass band piece you... that I've never played. <laughs> no. I'm going to give you one more beat. Uh-oh. Uh, actually, a, a beat and a half. How about that? I defer to my British band colleague there. You are? You're, he got you on the I'm, right continent. I'm folding. It's Vaughn Williams. Vaughn Williams, Takata Marcial. Oh, yes, it is. Yep, yeah, it I is. don't know that. Yeah, but, oh, man. All right. Well, then, Joey, you got no shot at this one. Yeah, that's fair. Hold on. I got, there's something in the way there's of my more, stand. There's more. He's abusing hey, us. <laughs> there's a book on my What is this? Oh. 26 Contemplative Studies. Oh, oh, I've heard about that book. That sounds great. New yeah. book. Where would Sorry, I find okay, a book like just, that? It was just in the way. Uh, WilliamStone.com. Oh. Okay, so here we go. Uh, <laughs> What's the shipping like on something like that? Free. Oh, Entirely wow. free. You should check that out. Uh, free shipping. The Postal Service this time has raised the rate every day <laughs> for the last <laughs> month. Okay, here we go. Snippet number seven. Oh, I know that. Oh, what? That's Joey. a that's a, a Swan Lake solo. That's yes, right. Yeah, yeah. Dance Neapolitan from yeah. Swan Lake. Yeah, nice. Look at that. That's that quick. Long. That was quick. I mean, yeah. Brian, you did speak up, but Joey actually buzzed in. I yes, got the, he did. I, I got to the buzzer. I, I need a buzzer. Send you me a have buzzer. a buzzer. You've already <laughs> buzzed in in this game. <laughs> <laughs> he has recorded a great buzzer for you. Are we switching back to trumpet? Wait, what are you holding now? We're going to C trumpet now. Going to C trumpet for third this horn of the game. Yeah, and this is it. Okay. This is the big this is actually the, this is the bonus question. The daily oh, this double. is the bonus part. Yeah, there bonus are seven question. questions cuz that's a, a holy number. But this is the bonus. He's a very religious bonus. man. He's a very religious <laughs> man. Fuck <Bach> number. <laughs> this is question 7C. Great question. <laughs> Better answer. <laughs> yes. Okay. Here we go. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Can you play that one more time? I I'm not sure. <laughs> Come on, last question of the night. Oh, Joey, beginning of Schumann two. Oh no, Brian. <laughs> the second second I, part to Schumann two. Okay, I think it is C C trumpet. Right. right, C trumpet, and that's a low C. It is. I did play a low C. Yeah, low, that's, low Schumann, C. that's Schumann two. No, it's yeah. not. Brian? That's that's a Nesco legend. Yes, it is. That is correct. <laughs> I'm pro I'm launching an official protest. <laughs> official protest. <laughs> Brian, you nailed that. Somehow I think if I said a Nesco legend, it would have been Schumann two. No. If you had said a Nesco legend, it was gonna be Getchel one. Getchel number one. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are the worst. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, that's great. <laughs> oh, that was a successful round of snippets. I know what threw you off, Joey, is he played it way too loud. Because it was that's the opening. True. I was too close to the mic because I had my cornet setting on. <laughs> wow. I didn't realize. You had your cornet setting on stun. <laughs> oh, <So>. yes. <laughs> All right, boys. The time Walter for a couple setting. things. <laughs> All 
right. On this show, we've talked about a number of people, places, and things, and we've also shared our opinions on things, like stuff we like, don't like, you know, things like that. So on this episode, we're going to use a simple system to discuss some topics related to the trumpet. Are we ready to play overrated, underrated, or rated? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So the rule is, just the way the game works, it's not really a game. There's not a card before you ask, and there's no points. What happens is... We're each going to mention. We've got, how are you going to make sure that I lose? Well, <laughs> oh, it's already worry. baked in. Don't oh, worry. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have categories. We're each going to mention a player, uh, an ensemble, a major ensemble work, a major solo, equipment, and then eventually we'll talk about gadgets. But the idea is that we bring something up and then we decide, we discuss whether that particular thing is overrated, underrated, or simply rated. It's okay. Or would you rather I say appropriately rated? Properly rated, yeah. I think properly, properly rated. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We can go with that. Well, Brian, do you want to start us off? Oh, yeah. Are we doing player first? Yeah. Let's go all with right. players. I I'm going all in. Okay. <laughs> now, I actually picked three people in this category, one for each. Right. But and, you can't tell us what you think before but, you uh, but Yeah. Think. So... Yeah, so I'm going to tell you the person, and all three people that I picked for this category are great. Okay. Just want to say that. So here's my here's my person. Okay. Chris Martin. Oh wow! Okay, this is this is awesome. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about somebody who has been principal trumpet of the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra, Atlanta principal trumpet of the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, Chicago. and is currently the principal trumpet of the New York Philharmonic. Yeah, what's left to do in principal so, trumpet world for him? Yeah, right? if you're an orchestral trumpet player, this guy has like essentially climbed to the top of the mountain twice, and Atlanta is not far below the top of that mountain to start <laughs> right. with, right? That's a great orchestra as well. Right. So, obviously I've his heard reputation... Play, yep, I've heard him play in concert. That guy never misses. Yeah. Oh, and I saw him. He came out to, it was uh, ITG Grand Rapids, maybe? He came over yeah. to play a piece mm -hmm. on, on like somebody else's recital. I was sitting next to Mike Sachs. <laughs> and he came out and played. I leaned over to Mike and went, hey, this guy sounds really good. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Mike said, it's all right. I remember the first time I heard him play because, you know, Mike's a little older than I am and I think I'm a little older than Chris, you know. He said, I heard him. I think he was still in school. And I'm like, holy crap. So obviously he has a great reputation, and he's a cornet player. Oh Jesus! Well, now overrated. That? That's it. Done. It. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for a cornet player, then with that caveat, <laughs> I, gosh, considering his reputation and what I've heard and seen, I, I'm going properly rated. Like I think most people think this guy is an absolutely awesome world class principal trumpet player. And I think that's right. But this is an interesting twist on this, right? Because, yeah, those jobs alone should mean that he's properly rated. But I'm not, we're not talking, the jobs don't rate him. No, but I'm saying because he won the jobs. But you have to do the jobs well. There are certainly right. players sure. who have won big jobs that I don't necessarily think have done them great. So what are the chances that some people think underrated because he followed such heavy hitters? But underrated, he's been in Chicago and New York. He follow, know, he, he's followed saying. two legends. But I he didn't directly follow Bud. Right. Well, that's true. Yeah. But I'm, I'm with you on this. I believe properly rated. 
But I'm saying, are, are there, is there a sentiment out there that says he's underrated because, I mean, come on, Phil? You yeah. know, you got to live up to that every day. Right. I mean, he walked into two enormous chairs and, and <laughs> has knocked both of them like, okay, right, I got it. And yeah. does. No problem. And yeah. So Brian, but, where are you? I, but I think okay. I think he's been evaluated as having done that that way. I, I think so. that's why that's why I'm voting. I'm voting properly. Properly uh, rated. That's that's my that's my official <laughs> right. vote. Brian, that's your official vote. I think you guys are being too nice. I think he's overrated. Wow. <laughs> wow. Which reason? <laughs> okay. For that? I want justification for that, <laughs> yeah. especially um, since this is our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think that he is. Obviously, obviously, he's a super nice person and an amazing trumpet player. I think he's benefited from being in those two chairs because of who came before him. And I think that if they hadn't come before him, he would be a really great trumpet player in those two orchestras. But that is what he is. Yeah. Well, yeah, so you think he's properly rated. Yeah, I... I th- yeah, but I he think he is people, a great trumpet player in I those think, two chairs. That's exactly that, right. I think people think he's a legend. Mm. Mm. Oh, interesting. So you you we think he's rated differently in the general public. Well, that's sort of what I was saying, but I was yeah. going the other direction with it. So yeah. you think he's underrated because you think he is a legend because he's kept that legendary status to both those yeah. chairs. Yeah. Oh, interesting. See, I don't think that is. I don't think that either. But Brian and I think are considering the same thing. You're just labeling it. Different. I'm labeling it the other way. Yeah. You're yeah. going the other right. way. Yeah. 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 Oh, I like that quite a bit. <laughs> well, this is good. All right. I mean, we're already, we're yeah. already off to a, a firm uh, disagreement. I'm glad I that say, I won that round. So, so I had Chris in in 2009 when I hosted ITG, and he played. He did. It was, it was incredible. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a great player. Yeah. yeah. And a really nice guy. He's a super nice guy. Yeah. And wonderful cornet soloist also. I mean, just beautiful yeah. playing. Yeah. But yet you, that he's, you're saying he's one of your people and you're saying he's overrated. It, yeah. Oh, I love that. That's fantastic. <laughs> Brian. Karen's going to get in, in, inundated with. Yeah, Letters send your mail. Well, Brian Appleby <laughs> Weinberg. About time, she did, so. <laughs> about time she did something. But <laughs> seriously, drop us a line at theopenbell the open at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of that one. That's good. Yeah, Brian, wow. coming out strong. <laughs> that is coming out strong. That is very wow. strong. Well, Joey, who's your person that you'd like to? All right, here's rate. my person. And th- I have, I'm not going to say anything other than I'm doing this absolutely on purpose because I think, well, I'm just not going to say anything. Right. Marquise Hill. I'm going to have to go with underrated. I'm definitely going underrated. And we're both going underrated for the same reason. Which is? We don't know who that is. <laughs> really? We don't know nearly enough about this him. This is exactly why I brought him up. I yes. figured, yeah. So Marquise Hill is an unbelievable world-class jazz trumpet player. And there was a year, a few years back where he won the Crusoe competition. I was there. Uh-huh. Uh, it was it was one it was in Cincinnati uh, the year that that Scott Bell hosted and by the way quick side story dead true story we all love all trumpet players the judges that year were um, John Fattis Byron Stripling and Bobby Shue <laughs> and as we all know John Fattis can sometimes have kind of a strong wow. personality in in, in in rehearsals and stuff so Scott taking a a very clever poke on stage in the concert said and now a man who needs no introduction and walked off the stage 
leaving John Fattis backstage like, is he seriously not going to give me a name? <laughs> One of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life. That's impressive. But I, but I watched Marquise in a, in a finals of, of five tremendous young jazz trumpet players. This was a few years ago. Just... Yeah, now it was just in a whole nother. It was just another class, and he's gone out and he's has he's played with a lot of people, has his own group, uh, and has been out. And this is exactly where I am. We should all know who this guy is. Yeah, right. This is a function of, I think, a lot of complex uh, problems. One major one being, is that jazz records don't make money, so major labels don't invest in the same way in players and promote them in the same way and get them out in the same way. Because if this were another generation or things were slightly differently, this guy should already be famous, not yeah. just for his trumpet playing, which is remarkable and great, but his music, which is also remarkable and great. Yeah. I am with you on this. Underrated. I brought him up exactly because I was wondering, do you guys know Marquise? Yeah, yeah. When you started to say Caruso, I figured it out, but no, not off the top of my head. Right. That's exactly. And yeah. I think that's part of the problem is that there's a, a there is a generation of jazz trumpet players, you know. I guess maybe 40 and under maybe that a lot of people have just never heard of. And there are so many great ones out there. Yeah. But cool. Marquise is easily one of them. I'm with you on this underrated because this guy yeah. should be as famous as any other jazz musician yeah. or trumpet player. We know it should be, he should be a household name. So yeah. if you don't know him, go check him out. Marquise Hill. M-A-R-Q-U-I-S. That's correct. Yep. Right. Hill. Very yeah. cool. That's, uh, that's mine. All right, Bill, you're it's a pretty up. spiffy well, website. He has. Oh yeah, his website's spectacular. Yeah, and just buy his buy his music. Yeah, I, so I was gonna go old, like old school, or for you, school, school. school. There, <laughs> I just teed it up for you. I waited till you had a mouthful I, of diet coke. I appreciate. Um, it. He's gonna name Anton so, Vininger. No, I wasn't. <laughs> even though, of course, tonight's episode sponsored by the Vininger Institute. Of course. Um, by of the course. way, check out the new exit music, the uh, outro music, <laughs> starting tonight. Or oh. That might have started last week. I Sorry. think it started last week. Yeah. yeah, but please check it out. Yeah, there was some some uh, real excitement about that. Anyway, uh, so I was going to go with Valentine Snow, but I'm not going to do that because, <laughs> oh, I, as we all know, it, oh, incredibly gosh. underrated. Right? I mean, I he's mean, got you the were, whole... You were there for a senior recital. Yeah. Rika, Rika got all the attention. <laughs> right. Well, it's high notes. Everybody loves high notes. Right. And Rika loves attention. Yeah. So, I mean, that was it. But Valentine was great. Anyway, I'm going to go with... Uh, someone in a similar situation, Joey, actually, and that is Dominic Farinacci. Oh, wow. Who I think, who, who's well, had a you great career. You, you got to vote. Oh, I don't get to say. Go ahead. No, you got to vote last. Right, I'll vote last. Go ahead. Wow. Brian? Brian's you have thoughts? Oh, I, well, I have no idea who that is, so I'm going to have to say underrated. Yeah. Well, I think for the same reason. that I mean, that... I don't think that that's a well-known player, but, but should be. Should be. Yeah, that's a good call. You did Dominic, the same thing I did. Look at that. Yeah, he's an amazing trumpet player, won Caruso, right, the ITG competition, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, is, is amazing. Also had him in in 2009 to play. Great guy and has done some really great humanitarian work through his playing too, but phenomenal trumpet player, and I just don't think enough people know about him, so I'm going underrated. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. The, these those should be household names, and they're not. Yep, yeah. everybody should listen to this guy because he can really play. Absolutely. All right, we're going back around, Brian. We're on ensembles, overrated, underrated, properly rated. Wow. I stunned him with 
the question. Well, I have three. Okay. So I didn't understand the he game. He did everyone's homework. You did, did. Sorry. <laughs> yes. At least he did his. <laughs> Trying to make up for Joey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mm. Okay. The Cleveland Orchestra. <laughs> oh my God, this is so good. You You're going to really? love mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me, let me say this. The Cleveland Orchestra has been here on campus twice in the last five years. Yep. Mm. So I've heard them here. Uh, I've played two pop shows with them. They don't really do a lot of pops things. So like we did a movie once and like a kind of a Frank Sinatra vocalist thing uh, another time. I think they're underrated. I think that, you know, everybody sort of like to go to the... <clears throat> The orchestras on the coasts in Chicago, like New York, L.A., and Chicago, and the, and maybe even throw in Philly. But Cleveland, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that, Cleveland that orchestra, rocks. <laughs> wow, did you just quote the Drew Carey show? The Drew Carey show, yeah. I, Way back I, machine. I, 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 think they're under, I think they're underrated and because I think they're spectacular. Yeah, I'm going to go underrated as well. Yeah, for the same reasons. I think a lot of other people get attention, but that's a great orchestra. That's fantastic. And, that, and Mike yeah. is there. Yeah. So I, I say underrated. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are a couple of things about the orchestra that that really intrigue me. I mean, I went to school there, so I'm, I might be a little bit biased. Um, they, uh, when I was in school, at, and I guess up until maybe the late 90s, early 2000s, they were the most recorded orchestra in the world, more than Berlin or the, the orchestras in, uh, in London. Um, and... The other thing that I find fascinating is that the players don't do like lots of other stuff. They do some chamber music, they do teaching, um, but they, they do the orchestra. And I know that in a lot of other places, um, the orchestral musicians will freelance, will do freelance gigs. Mm -hmm. um, I think even in, um, I just heard one of those Tom Hooten um, Friday afternoon videos that uh, I find I find fascinating, um, and he was talking about his morning rehearsal and then his afternoon session, and then getting ready for his evening John Williams concert. And in the middle of that, all of that, he was he was doing this Friday afternoon uh, Instagram live thing. Um, and the guys in Cleveland don't do that stuff. Like you could be in Cleveland uh, doing um, Easter gigs, you don't really find the guys players out doing easter gigs in up and around new york easter gigs you can find players who have big jobs doing an easter gig you know mm -hmm. sitting next to you know i sat next to people in the met <laughs> doing an yeah. easter easter right. job um and that just doesn't happen so they're like super super dedicated so those those two things um it's 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 their thing they don't do extra stuff and uh and then because it's uh so as well so so recorded i think yeah. So I think I think it is, but I think it is underrated. Oh yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah. And this is how you'll know we don't talk about these things before we get on the air. Oh no, because you <laughs> Chicago Symphony way. Orchestra. Oh Chicago oh, Symphony. Oh right, Chicago Symphony Orchestra. Wow. What? Over under properly. Oh, can I ask a question? Sure. It. Well, actually, I don't need to ask a question. I, I'm going to I'm going to say overrated. Quantify, please. Um, I th I think that it's. I think the orchestra um, is living in trumpet world. The orchestra is living off the reputation of Bud Herseth. Mm. 
and I, th I think it did even then. Um, and I think it does today. I think it's, I mean, no question. It's a great orchestra. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. Right. Um, but I think that, that there it's, it's overrated. And I think um, even then as an orchestra, I think it was living, may have been living off its brass and, uh, and that reputation. William. I've been there, heard it. Uh, overrated. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, I I'm mean, so happy you're right asking. Now. And like I'm saying, I've also heard other orchestras. It's been a great run. We've had a great yeah. time doing the good podcast. Good night, everybody. Because here, night. yeah, here's the thing. Put the outro, whatever you want. Yeah. This is why I put it there. I think this is a great and world class orchestra. I yeah. do think that. Everyone walks in the door with the idea of this is going to be great, no matter what the hearers say. It's great. Mm. Yeah. So I, I think there's an overrated part there that just because they've been great for so long, they've got a built-in expectation and a built-in, uh, almost like a built-in pass, where nobody's going to step up and say, "Hey, you know what? Tonight on this particular night, that particular performance, I don't think that was making it. That's that doesn't happen to them." You know, so uh, I think they, I think that's sort of built in. And hey, maybe they get to deserve that. Although in my world, nobody gets to deserve that. You know, <laughs> your you know your last gig is high sound, and if I sounded terrible last night, then okay, then I sounded terrible last night, and that's fair. And we should say that Esteban is a fantastic player. Oh, don't get me <laughs> principal oh, trumpet player. Oh, He's like stupidly oh. good. <laughs> I'm talking about the whole orchestra. Everything yeah. I, I haven't got to hear him live yet, but everything I'm seeing on him, I like a yes. lot. It's so yeah. Silly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, a machine. and he I think he got tenure today. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we're we're recording this a week before, week two wow. week or two weeks before we put it out. About yeah. a week. Well, that's half. good. Yeah. I wouldn't want to ruin his day. That's right. Yeah, well, I'm sure he's listening. So. Oh yeah, there's no way he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. He will never hear this. Huge fan of the show. I mean, I I sent him the link, so <laughs> noticed he's on I'll, here tonight. I'll get. I can get it to him. <laughs> We have ways. Yes. Wow. wow. United on that one. I was That's amazing. shocked that we're all going the same way there. All right. So this wraps us back around to uh, major work. Uh, I didn't get to do my No, Bill didn't get here. to go. Oh, Bill. We're skipping go Bill. Ahead. Again, you know, what do you know about ensembles? You're a conductor. Yeah. I, Are we going to well, talk about who's got the best conductor? <laughs> no, that's not on the list. Yeah. And the answer is overrated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with. The United States Army Blues Jazz Ensemble. <laughs> wow. Wow. Interesting. Huh. Now, okay. I don't know how your friends and the Jazz Ambassadors are going to feel about your answer. See, you got <laughs> you you people do. to answer to here. Well, no, here's yeah, the I... best part. I've been retired. Uh, I've been out of the band for, oh, my gosh. I have been do it. Do the math. Twenty nine years. I was uh, going to say thirty five years. <laughs> I've been out twenty nine years. I think wow. I'm fine. Um, I think properly rated. Hmm. I think I think we we know that those bands are are very very good and they always sound very very good. Uh, underrated. I think the Airmen and Notes still get m much more play than they they do. Maybe. I love that band. It's my favorite military ensemble. And I think when history nice. looks back at what that ensemble has done for uh, for the rep, 
and for the style and the level of performance, I think underrated entirely. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. And I think they get a ton of, I think they get a ton of press. You know, I think they get a lot of attention. I just don't think it's enough. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That makes sense. Right? Yeah. 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 For I'll sure. buy that. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to, wa- can I tell you my other choice? Because I did have another one. Sure. I had it locked and looked. Trombomundi Trumpet Ensemble. <laughs> that was going to be my other choice. Way overrated. And, way and overrated. Way overrated. See, the thing I And self-indulgent. Agree. Yeah. Well, here's the problem. Don't forget self-indulgent. Here's, here's the problem. <laughs> They're literally, we're literally in a class by ourselves, and we think that's uh, in, in first class. But it's not. It's we're not. Still, <laughs> First we're class. still overrated. Yes. You, Joey, did you know that the, uh, the re- review that came out of us in when we were in the UK was a, a, a bit self-indulgent? <laughs> we were a bit self-indulgent. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's true. Hey, they, oh. Yeah, totally I mean, true. Was yeah, Bill was talking incident. and Scott was on stage, right? That was it. Done. That's, that's what put it over the edge. <laughs> totally. Yeah, we, yeah, that was it. All right, Brian, let's back around to you for a major ensemble work. Major ensemble work. A major piece of the repertoire. <laughs> uh, yeah, so again, I have these three three works, overrated, underrated, and properly rated. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going with um, Scriabin, Poem of Ecstasy. <gasps> oh, holy crap. Oh, wow. I think that's easy. I think that's wildly underrated. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's one of those things that it doesn't get played a ton, yeah. So not a lot of not a lot of people are as familiar with it as a lot of the old chestnuts. Mm-hmm. So that's one of those things of if you know, you know, <laughs> right? Right. But I think most people just don't. Yeah, I'd be in the same place. I don't think it gets the same the same press that some other things do. And so for that, I, I'm going to say I'm going to say underrated. Yeah, I I think it's severely underrated. And if you hear a Russian orchestra do it, mm. it's staggering. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was easy. You check out the trumpet parts. If those if those of you who don't know it, check out the trumpet parts. It's a great recording of Bud playing it with Chicago as well. Hmm. That guy was pretty good. That was super easy. That was super easy. <laughs> super All easy right. for everybody. Let, let me give you this one then. Is it up to me? Are we there? Yeah. yeah. All right, boys. Speaking of old chestnuts, Mahler 5. <laughs> that was Go on right my list. It. Oh. It's yeah. on my list. What is it? I have strong opinions on this. I know you're shocked. Brian, go ahead, because you had it on your list. I had it on my list. So I, I think it's overrated as a piece of music. Although the, the adagio is, is beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. But I think it's, I think it's overdone, and I think the ending is cheap. <laughs> Holy I think he's, crap! I think he's sold wow. out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Maybe he Bill? just ran out of time. <laughs> it's the end of the summer. He had to finish writing. I'm going to say properly rated. I think it is what it is. I think it's amazing. I think it gets the press that it, you know, always gets the press that it deserves. And I'm just going to go properly rated. I okay. feel like I'm abstaining you, a little bit. You guys are both wrong. So it's actually underrated. Oh, no way. Ab- wow. Yes. Ab- especially as trumpet players. Like, we all know the beginning. Right. It's yes. like, oh, sure, sure, sure. We got soul. Yeah, and that's cool. And then most trumpet players kind of tune out. There's so much. That whole first movement's basically it's a trumpet solo. It's awesome. it's a two movement trumpet concerto. Yeah, right. no question. It's, yeah, and it's amazing. Like, can I can gee, I tell a story? You can about of course about you can tell a story. Five. Yeah. So um, we were recording in Cincinnati, and um, who's and we? Trombomundi. Okay. I was recording in Cincinnati, mm, right. 
And well, that, that is a recording that no one that has ever, no one has hear, ever heard. Way. Right. <laughs> nobody will ever hear that recording. <laughs> and um, I heard that, that, that it was the la- I think it was the last concert of the season. And they were doing Mahler 5. Um, and I was like, oh, I could hear Sullivan do Mahler 5. I thought that, that could be cool. So actually, I went over um, and uh, to hear the, hear the band play. And the orchestra came out on stage and they were very playing and uh, Sullivan's sitting in the back row and he has his rotary trumpet and um, they do a nearly 15 minute um, retrospective of the outgoing conductor because outgoing maestro because I think it was Yarvi's last show. Yeah. And it's like 15 minutes. The orchestra is sitting there. Wow. And then they say, and now welcome. And he comes out to conduct still no notes right they had already tuned they did this video comes out turns around you know motions to sullivan who's playing rotary valve (laughs) instrument after sitting there for more than 15 minutes and it was spectacular (laughs) yeah and i was like oh my god how's that happen it was spectacular and he sounded i mean it was just spectacular okay right but that's what i'm saying especially as a trumpet player i think we fall in love with the the beginning right Mm -hmm. but there's so much more there i actually think even though most trumpet players would say oh of course smaller five of course smaller five (laughs) no no the the whole thing wow you're oh yeah really underrated 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 it's actually Uh, better than that uh, i'm staying i'm staying with my properly rated okay all right what do you got for us bill uh, I'm gonna go wind band. I know that shocks you. Now go with the wind you, band. Are you piece. looking at this from the conductor lens or from the back row where you belong? Turtleneck uh, lens. I considered all the lenses. All right. <laughs> Sitting in the ensemble primarily. Okay. And then uh, also listening to it because I recently just got to hear it. Okay. And this is a piece that gets a lot of play and has a lot of respect in the wind band circle. So I feel kind of bad saying it, but the Normandel Joyo satiric dances is the is the one I'm gonna put on the table. Huh? You you have to remember it, that from your yeah yeah Texas yeah. I, I, the wind band stuff is hard because the I think the rating system is skewed. Like mm. orchestras have really codified a lot of stuff, so it's like right. this is what this is what it is. You know, yeah. Here's what goes in the arsenal, where band is a moving target. So Does I it might... come up like is it a is it a piece that has to be done? You like somebody you have to experience it in your four year high school career or your four year college career. You must experience this piece. It's thought of that way. Yes, it is. It is considered to be right, but it, but I don't think. But what I'm saying is, I think there are generations of kids coming up not playing it. Right, right. So, because that's what I'm saying, it's a moving target. Depending on where your band director went to school, you may never see this piece. Right. But I still might so go you properly would say, rated. So you would say over. No, you I'm would still say underrated go, then. No, I'm going to go properly rated because mm-hmm. I think the people who are like, yeah, we need to do it. We're going to do it. And the people are like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this instead and do this, and that's going to be fine. I'm going to go. I'm going to vote. I'm going to say proper. And and would a so properly rated. Yeah. And so it's seen as like on the level as Lincolnshire Posey or Husa's music. Prague music for Prague yeah yeah I think it's I think it's in the same it's on that level yeah that it's seen as being on that level yeah I I agree to that I agree to that then it's overrated (gasps) oh yeah really because I'm with you Brian (laughs) I think it's overrated 
Like I think yeah, from the from the standpoint of the experience you have playing it to sitting in the audience and hearing it. I think Interesting. It's overrated. Yeah. But it shows up a properly bunch. rated. People yeah. program it. Yeah. Why why is it programmed? Is it is it it's not that hard, right? So good high school students can play it. My guess would be that everyone gets to do something. Mm, it's yeah. one of those pe- pieces that's but it's crafted really well. You know. Yeah. And everyone gets stuff and stuff cool for the whole thing. You're making my case for properly rated. Yeah. But from a musical standpoint itself, but if they think just it's an artistic next to point of view, well, I think yeah, it's overrated. Think, okay. Yeah, if you put Fair it next enough. to you're gonna hold up that piece next to Granger. Link next to Lincolnshire. No. Yeah, come on. No. <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. Uh, fascinating. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, what's next? Uh next we're moving to major solo works for the trumpet. Oh, okay. <laughs> trumpet. I still can't. Major solo oh, for the trumpet. For the trumpet. Oh, which right. means your list is start now over. out the window. You gotta start actually, over. <laughs> actually, all three on my list are all trumpet pieces. I don't believe them for a second. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. Um, Honegger and Trotta. <laughs> you know what? Okay. This is great. <laughs> Uh, can I say first before I vote overplayed? Can I do that? <laughs> yes, it, you could say that. It's definitely overplayed because I think it's it's on some lists uh, that uh, some colleges have. So I think then students think they have to learn it, but right. uh, it has some some challenges that make it really difficult. Huh? This is hard because I I do think it's a it's a really effective showpiece that can show a couple of different things. It can show some things. Right. You should at the beginning be able to show a nice big sound. It can show range of the horn. You can show off your triple tonguing. You know, so I think it can show off those things. It's relatively short, so it's good on the recital, but it takes an awful lot to get through. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Huh>. <laughs> so but I as a piece of music though, it, it does it does some nice stuff. But boy, it shows up way too much. I'm, I'm, but I'm still gonna go. I still, I do think it's a good piece of music, so I'm gonna go properly rate it. And you are a sellout. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's used. It shows up on a lot of lists because people are lazy, and I think it just separates the wheat from the chaff. I love this. And certainly, I, yeah, it does. And I, and I don't know that musically. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it. It's overrated. Perfect. It's totally overrated. <laughs> but it's see, you're saying it's overrated because people play it too much. No. Like if I'm it were if it weren't on lists it's and people up. I'm saying it is it's overrated because it's held up as this thing that is the ultimate test and the ultimate test of musicianship and the ultimate defining moment whether someone should get into grad school or not. And I think it's overrated because of that. Because I but don't see, think it should have that much merit. It I don't think it should have that much merit either. But okay. again, what you're saying is is that you think it's overrated because people put it on a list, which makes it overplayed. I don't think anybody believes this to be a be all and end all musical expression solo. It's only five minutes long. Right. So you're saying that they're putting it on the list because for the same reasons that I did. It's yeah, it separates. It's, 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 it's an challenge. easy way to say, uh, do you have a good sound? Do you have a high C? Can you triple tongue? And do you have some right. chops to be able to get through? It does answer those questions. Yes, yes. Wait, what was the third thing? <laughs> Triple tongue. Um, <laughs> I'm, <out. laughs> I'm still I, going overrated because I just don't know that it, musically it, there's enough. I think yeah, I agree. I don't think there's musically enough. I think it's a lot of work for not enough musical return. 
So you're right. saying it's it's the uh, is this it's, the it's the crabs of trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. crabs. It's just well, way like too much work too. for the amount of food. A lot of work. Come yeah. on. So, what do they say? Not enough juice for the squeeze. I think is the word. What there you say? go. And if and I think it's um, held up uh, next to Nesco Legend, which has much more, and all of the same stuff. <laughs> no, right? it, it's Re- not nearly as chop intensive. Um, I think it requires um, m- more. F- chop flexibility you have to play high c you have to play it loud yeah you but have you get to three play bars rest before you do it you don't have to play one one you have to play one four bar phrase you get rest before it and rest after it and then you have to play super soft at the beginning and then super soft muted at the end right plus you have to do the triple tongue and all the fast work in the middle plus you have to go up to the high c and i think there's more music happening oh in I, there's definitely more music happening yeah. i'm so not I think arguing those with two that are, are next but to i'm each saying other. from a, a practical standpoint from a physical like approach standpoint it lays easier yeah okay hmm. might be written better well yeah <laughs> sure yeah so I, still, I think it's i do think it's it's I'm overrated still overrated on yeah. that one, i'm just saying overplayed but i get it all right. So it's my turn. Okay, that's not You're an up. option You're in up. this yeah. game. All right. No points. It's not, it's not underrated, overrated, overplayed, over, properly rated. <laughs> it's properly rated, but it's overplayed. You have to give that's back five contention. points. So, uh, Joey, are you? I think you're up. Are your boys ready? Yeah. yeah. Kent, Ken, and Sonata. Oh. oh. <laughs> Come on. One of us had. One of us had to do it. <laughs> right. Um. Oh man, <laughs> that's hard. Oh, I love gosh. watching you guys squirm. Well, you're the Texan. I'm only part Texan. Um, <laughs> I feel like bad things could happen here. Well, I. It's interesting. I'll say this. Let me preface my answer by saying this. My answer has changed dramatically over the years. Oh, goody! Really? Yeah, it really All has. Right. Tell us. Right. Give us the story. Get I'm us gonna, there. I'm going to go properly rated today, but I would have been like totally overrated 15 years ago. So, oh. do you think you've changed, or the rating of it has changed? I think I've changed. So you think the rating of it has stayed the same? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think that no, I've I, come to appreciate the craftsmanship and the teach the teaching potential that's in the piece. I love it as a teaching piece. Artistically, yeah, it's it's nice, it's nice, but it's a great teaching piece. So I'm going to go properly rated. Yeah, I think it's I think it's un- underrated. Um, I also think that it's underrated. Yeah, I think it's actually gone down in in um in people's estimation as time has gone on and i think that that's that's wrong i think it's a i think it stands stands as a really great piece um i think it's been crafted as a great piece especially the revision i think he was right to do the revision um and all of the um the the pedaling changes and the and the meter changes and shortening the first movement i think that made it a, a better piece um i am biased however because um my teacher james darling has a recording out of the canon and he has a letter from that Kenan wrote to him that talks about what a great interpretation of the mm. piece JD did. And he actually put some of the quotes in the, the liner notes of his uh, of the CD when he reissued the CD. So I am kind of biased. Of course, JD recorded the original version, not the not the revised version. Right. But I think it's a I think it's a wonderful piece of music. I think um, 
I think it requires a lot of the player. I think musically it's terrific. And I think as a sonata, it's um, really well integrated. You know, I think there's a lot of... It is a true sonata. I'll give you that. Yeah. But let me explain to you why you're both wrong. Um, (laughs) Again? (laughs) Yes. Uh, it's, It's overrated because of what you just said. It's not a great piece. It's a good piece. You just said, oh, well, well-crafted, great piece. No, it's not. It's a good piece of music. You want to put that up against, I mean, this is where it gets put up against. You're going to put that up against Hindemith? You think that stands next to Hindemith? Musically? Musically, and I, no. And I agree, no, I, agree with, I, I agree with Bill. It's a great teaching piece. Right, if that. you look at the first movement. It's not all right, Hindemith. So you play the first, you play the first, pa- first page and a half, and then you play the uh, opening up a step, and then you play everything else up a half step. Right. That's the whole first movement. Come on. Really? Yeah, but it's nice. That's your whole first movement? It is it's nice, but nice isn't great. Nice. I know there's a great recording of the second movement I can point you toward. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. Now, um, you got, what, kind of Harman mute, what kind of Harmon mute do you have in that? <laughs> I actually use the Hickman Sotto Voce mute. Isn't Pretty it Mark sure Harmon? I, I don't know. Yes, it is Mark Harmon. It's Mark Harmon mute. Second, no, I don't like Harmon mutes. Stem but it's Mark Harmon stem extended. Well, that's fine, yeah. and I think marking something Harmon is overrated. There it is. <laughs> but I, I think what you guys are saying is is functionally true. It's a well-crafted, yeah. good piece that's very valuable as a good teaching tool. I use it. Right. But it but does not stand up it, to the, the heavy hitters in the because sonata it falls world. Short, All right, what else do you include in, in that for you. sonata category? What's that? What else do you include in the sonata category Oh, that's, uh, that's on that level? Hindemith, Halsey Stevens? Halsey Stevens. Hindemith. I don't think Halsey Stevens is musically. I think it's a, uh, at least equal to Kenneth. Or Cannon's equal to Halsey Stevens' oh, music. Oh, no. I think there's a close. lot more going no. on in Halsey Stevens. A lot more Stevens. music in Halsey Stevens. Yeah. you got to work for it, but it's worth it. Yeah, I've performed both those pieces. I think yeah. it's more, I think Cannon's uh, more fun. Well, you should try it on trumpet next time. You're gonna <laughs> there, see is, the there is that part. All right, Bill, what do you What do you got for us? <laughs> oh, this is kind of funny. Here we go. Inesco legend. I'm just going to set it on the table. I'm not going to say anything about it. Yeah. Huh. I'm all in on this. I think... Here's the thing. I think Inesco Legend is a great piece, and I think most people think it's a great piece. I think it's properly rated. Mm-hmm. I think it's our best piece, and yeah. I think it's underrated. You think people don't appreciate it? As our best piece? No. Best piece? I think it's our best piece. No. Best? Yep. Wow. I, I put it on the list because I wanted to go public and say that I think it's overrated. Oh, Jesus. oh my gosh! There it is. We had all three. We had all Holy three crap! Answers. I do. How do you I quantify overrated. overrated for that? That's a gorgeous no, I, piece of music. Yeah, it's a gor- it is a gorgeous piece of music. All right. Well, out with it. Why? I don't know. Like it just. No, you don't get to say it, I don't no, know. I, no, you're going to say it, you're going to say overrated. Exciting. You got to give it to us. It's exciting. It's got great technical, compulsory kind of technical things in it with the triple tonguing and all that, which, by the way, I can do. And <laughs> uh, you know, the mute stuff is really nice. It ends. I just uh, don't. Yeah. I, talk I talk cheap. Get your horn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I. Yeah. It just kind of leaves me a little flat musically. Wow. You and know why I, it is? I don't because like nobody. The Nobody holds the ending long enough. That's why. Right. Well, the ending is brutal. To Six full to. beats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At and two. Right. And three. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I'm it's saying the ending is six always, full beats in retard. Kind of, I don't know. A bit of a disappointment, and I just I just think it's overrated. Wow. No, okay, I, you're wrong about that one too. It's yeah, you're definitely wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely, definitely wrong. wrong. With that so that. yeah, that's where I am. 
Because yeah. I, I kind of thought we would disagree on that, but we went we went around the horn on that. Yes, we, we did. did. That was good. Yeah, we're in three different places on that piece. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, and you guys are both wrong. It's good to know. <laughs> Again, we're wrong. <laughs> and Shock then he game. wonders why he can't win any of the games. <laughs> 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 why he will never win any of the games <laughs> uh, i'm so excited about this next category equipment brian you're gonna start us off oh okay well this is, this is an easy one cornet oh. you mean just the instrument itself the instrument itself now i guess i have to ask a question then okay where like in the United States, in Europe, in the world, in England, because there are wildly different uh, <laughs> perceptions of the cornet depending on where in the world you are. Yeah. Well, how far reaching is the podcast? Worldwide, everybody. I mean, everybody's on everybody's it. watching that. Everybody's listening to this. Are you kidding? All six people. You can't sling a dead cat without hitting somebody to listen to this podcast. That's right. And by the way, stop slinging dead cats. It's just yeah, mean. it's just not <laughs> right. nice. They're already dead. Well, we're really going down after this episode. <laughs> We've offended everyone. Tonight. Yes, I think we're totally done. Wait till we get to the uh, sketchy, uh, sketchy pedagogy <laughs> podcast. episode. That's going to be awesome. Um, we're going to make a lot of friends. All right, so uh, let me quantify my answer then. Okay, in the United States, underrated but catching up because of all the brass band stuff that's really been growing over the past ten to fifteen years. Okay. In uh, in England, properly rated, it's part of the culture. It's built in. I'm gonna go underrated, no matter where you're standing. Well, that's what Brian. You're just sucking <laughs> no, up. I'm, no, just I'm sucking not sucking up. No, I'm, I'm saying that because oh, look, I've come out and said that students should we should still start students on the cornet, and I think if everybody had a little cornet mixed in with their sound, the world would be a better place. Right? No offense. Bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'm going to go underrated. I want more cornet. Yeah, well, I do, too. I mean, it's that's easy for me. It's underrated. Um, it's In, even, in England, it's underrated? E even in England, I think it's it's underrated. There are programs where you can go through a, a program just as a trumpet player, not as a cornetist. And um, for fun. a time, the, the, um, the principal chair in the LSO was occupied by consecutive people who who left the Black Dyke Band corner chair to go play principal in LSO. Mm. And when, when Murphy and Rod Franks were the, were the co-principals, they tried to get Roger, recruit Roger Webster from the principal chair of the that Black Dyke to have three in that section from Dyke. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I can see that. See our All point. All right. I love it. See the point. All right, Joey, what do you got for equipment? The Bach 37. Oh, wow. I'm putting it on the table, boys. Oh, wow. Okay, but okay. Uh, uh, question is, which version of it is it the 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 1980s version when they changed all the stuff without telling the designers, or the new version, or the original Mount Vernon version? I that's overall. Uh, I'm just overall. saying as a concept. Right, which is how I took your cornet comment. I took that as a concept question. Yeah, as the Bach 37 as a piece of equipment. Oh, that's tough. You say overrated. Like, no. That's why I'm asking. I want to know what you guys think. All right, so I'm thinking about this. I'm catching myself here because I want to say properly rated. It, 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 
it's been, whether you like it or not, that has been the gold standard for every other horn in terms of sound, my opinion, over the years. That, that's been the thing that's defined it. And then people still catch themselves saying, well, this is a better version of the Bach 37, or this is a cheaper version of the Bach 37. So I want to say properly, but I also want to say underrated because I have a sentimental attachment to it. Even though I no longer play it, that's an important horn for me in my lifetime, like it is for a lot of people. Probably both of you. Well, I'm still right? playing. Still, it. Brian still Brian's plays still it. playing I'm it right still now. Playing it. Yeah, well, actually, Brian, I think Brian it's, has a I think rotary it's... phone in his house too. <laughs> so he's got a rotary cell phone. It's yeah. going off next. Going out next week. Um, I think I think it's underrated, um, and I think it is the still the gold standard, um, and I think that people are still designing horns with that in mind. Now you see, I actually agree with that. I think if we'd gone back 20 years, it might be kind of properly rated, but boy, now people seem to go out of their way to not play Bach for some reason, <laughs> right. where that's still in large part for better or for worse. And I think sometimes for worse, whatever what the industry has done is come to Bach. Like yeah. there's so many people that are just trying to make a horn that's like, oh yeah, like just like you said, hey, it's like a 37 butt. It's better. better. We got it's a 37 butt. Well, yeah, so guess what? If you keep comparing it to that, there's a reason. Yeah. You know, that, you know, uh, you and there were, uh, you know, if we go back a few more generations, there were a lot more different horns out there that were, uh, I mean, just made differently on purpose that yeah, sure. in some ways the Bach 37 kind of stopped because everybody went to that. Yeah. Underrated. I was Changed, I was, changed the industry and is still doing it. Yeah. Still I, was, having an I was at the factory and I was, they, they don't let you in the room where they're doing the annealing. Like you, don't, you can't get close to see the chemicals they're using or the temperatures that you're using but that they did talk to me about the um the brass that they use and they get the brass from a specific place but every year they also try and get the same um percentages brass you know all of the different materials from different um different produ brass producers they say can you give us a shipment of with these percentages and they've never been able to get another brass manufacturer to give them the same the correct percentages mm. they have one person one group that gives them their their brass and wow. so that's who they go with and that's who they go with yeah 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 that's a commitment yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the fact that the fact that we're having this discussion about that horn should tell you that's what i'm saying yeah all right bill what do you got for us uh, i have to bring this up uh the box 7c <laughs> Gee, hold on. Now, I wonder where Bill comes down on this. Yeah, it's the I Anton Weidinger of trumpet mouthpieces. We guess. Here's well, here's the thing. Here's why it's overrated. It's overrated because an unbelievably small number of people that actually go on to play trumpet for any length of time actually stay and play on it. It's right. it, the reason people play on the seven C right. is because it's what comes in the case, not because it's good. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? Usually if you're taking trumpet lessons, by the time you're in eighth or ninth grade, you're on something else and, and you know, and fast and you never go back. Right. Yeah. So is, overrated. Is that, why it's in the, is that why it's in the case? Because they know that you're going to switch? Or is that know. really not a... I, I don't. Thing. I don't think not so because I, I know that when, when there were some people in charge of making some different horns at different companies, they started including some different kinds of mouthpieces with the idea of this is something players might actually like. Yeah, I, don't know. I think it was in there to show people where to put their real mouthpiece when they bought it. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian, where do you come like down a on this? Label. 
I think it's I, I think it's way overrated. Um, and I do try and get rid of rid of rid of it as fast as possible. But I do have um, a report back from um, a, a listener to the podcast, a, mm. a colleague of mine, who is he's crazy. He jumps out of airplanes for fun. Um, he's a he's a beginning band teacher in uh, in North Jersey. His name's Sean Sean Healy. Great guy, totally insane. Like he talks about, he's so happy when he's talking about skydiving, and I'm like, I just it's not something I yeah, can relate to at all because yeah. it's crazy. That's why. Yeah. yeah, and he's been teaching it, and now he f- he does videos and photographs of people while they're doing it, and I mean, he just yeah. Um, but he's a really cool guy, and he teaches beginning band, and he's he sent me a text. Um, about the 5B initial feedback. So he, he's all in. He got 5Bs for all his students. We're doing right? good work. He said, it does mellow the sound, like imagine that, that he, he thought it would. Um, it does not, of course, replace appropriate technique, <laughs> which no is true. Um, and he says, not a surprise there, I'm sure. Um, but he says, he's guessing we're trying to influence the sound concept. Um, and he likes the idea that it gives chops the room to move. So right. anyway, that was a, it was a nice nice for him to remember the podcast and that he was um, he was reporting back um, and uh, and he's I think he's a believer too just like we are yeah and he's on the front line teaching teaching kids yeah he's right? doing it every fall he's got a new batch of students he's teaching wow. how to play trumpet doing yeah. a good work out there absolutely I, Bill, where, the old, where do you come down on this yeah I know you guys are gonna be, <laughs> I know you're curious uh, I would be willing to say that it's properly rated if the rating was horrific. <laughs> Um, if people enough people listen to this podcast, it would now be properly rated. Properly right. rated, but it's just terribly overrated, and we've just got to put an end to it. All right, we'll get on that. We'll get on that. That'll be our thing. All right, Brian, our last category: gadgets. Right. What have you got? Well, again, I have three here. Um, Hit the one in the middle, <laughs> and you're out. <laughs> and I'm out. And you are yeah. out, Rocky. <laughs> Right. Okay. Um, I'm going with the metronome. Oh, oh my easy. gosh. That's underused, easy. underrated. Yep. The me- underused Under- and underrated. That is underrated. a vital, I'm not sure I would count that as a gadget, but I guess technically it's something that we, it's not playing the trumpet, so I guess we can count it. Um, oh my gosh. This is something that if you're not using on a daily basis, you are doing it wrong, period, <laughs> end of story, next question. Underrated, <laughs> undervalued, underused, underrated. Boom. Yep, I'm in the same place. Completely and entirely underrated. Yeah, I agree. Okay, well, that was easy. Yeah, super easy. It's funny that you thought of the metronome as a gadget. <laughs> I think so, too. I think that's, I think I a lot never... of people think of it as a gadget. Oh, I, I've got good time. I can... It's, yeah. That's just something. I, I'm fine. That's I can something that can people with bad time use. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> if I had bad time, I'd use that. Because anyway, Although... I mean, we, we, we could almost say tuner is exa- We could say all the same things. I mean, <laughs> right. uh, if I played out a tune, I guess I'd get I'd a tuner. Use a tuner, yeah. Jason Sullivan might have a little quibble with the underrated. He might say the metronome itself is overrated because if you use a use a randomized metronome right. you actually develop time in a much stronger and better way right yeah he's saying the i, I understand what you're saying yeah yeah because yeah, you don't want to rely on the metronome either exactly yeah yeah and and the research actually that jason told me about is that if you're playing next to somebody 
you're playing in an, in an ensemble with a conductor or if you're playing with a metronome, that all, all the computing about time goes on in one side of the brain. If you take that, that scaffolding, if you take that all away, the processing and the scaffolding for, for keeping all that together goes to the other side of the brain. Hmm. So a randomized metronome keeps kicking you back and forth between right. the sides. That's awesome. Which he has in his Dr. Drone app. Right. Very cool. Which is super cool. Hmm. All right, Joey, what do you got? What kind of gadget you want to talk about? There, there's, there, there, there's so many to choose from. <laughs> I, I'm not, I, I wasn't sure where to start. He has so, 15 of them on his uh, list. So I decided to go with one of the most popular ones out there just so we could talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk about the Pete. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, no. For those of you who don't know what the Pete is, oh. Pete stands for Personal Embouchure Training Exerciser. And uh, it's it's made now, by uh, Terry Warburton and then sold down there by him as well. Now, because you did this uh, rather well-known presentation on ITG a few years ago, and instead of a Pete, used a bolt. Right. <laughs> flathead bolt. A flathead bolt. I pretty much know where, you, where you're going to come down on this easy. particular topic. I would like to give a nuanced answer when it's my turn. Okay. All right. Uh, Brian, do you want to sure. weigh in I, on the Pete? I don't think that that many people know about it. I don't think that it's crazy numbers of people use it. Um, and I think because of the story Joey told us a few, I don't know how many, it's been a long time since we talked about the Pete, but you talked about it being used as a, a in rehabilitation. And so since it can help with that, I mean, I didn't use it in my own rehabilitation, but um but it could be a source. So I'm going to say um, properly rated minus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Look at that. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to put this in a category with a whole bunch of things like it and just say it's overrated. overrated. I'm just, uh, it's just quanti overrated. quantify or is you uh, just going to uh, leave it at that? Uh, yeah. I mean, the reason I'm going to say it's overrated is because I think people look at things like that particular device as a as a substitute for practicing and doing other things that will actually strengthen them. And so for that reason, I'm out. Now, <laughs> now you're playing my tune. Yes. Uh, as I said in my presentation at ITG, if you read what Bateri actually writes and uh, in, in advertising the Pete, it is something that you to be used in addition to practice to strengthen the chops. Now, I actually don't think we need to do a lot outside of just practicing to strengthen the chops. But what I see, and I this is where I disagree with you, Brian. I think there are lots and lots of people that are using this instead of instead practicing. Of. <laughs> you see that yeah, you see right. it all the time. Or like, hey, I was running late and I was in the car, so I just used my Pete, and I'm just staying strong. I haven't played in weeks, <laughs> but I've been using the Pete, and everything's just going great. And that's one. That's not, not that the, many people. Come on. <laughs> It, I it think really? it's more than you think. Oh, more than you think. So I actually am way on the overrated <laughs> bandwagon because people are not using it as intended. They're using it as a practice substitute because they think strength is a necessary component for trumpet playing. That is, that concept is overrated, and that's why the Pete is overrated because you just don't have to be that strong mm. to play the trumpet. Yeah. That's where yeah. I'm, there's my rant, end of rant. I love that the Pete made the show. Of course. <laughs> I really it is do. beautiful. It is. Right. I knew, so I knew it would, actually. <laughs> All right. So, Bill, but what do you got for us? I, I wasn't quite as sure about the Pete making it as I was my particular item making it. <laughs> I, 
was yes. pretty sure that this was going to get here one way or the other. And that, of course, is the breathing bag. Oh, yes. Oh, Brian, you want to go first? Because I might I might uh, break the podcast. You, yes. <laughs> break the time ex- limit explode. of the podcast. Obviously, there's no time limit as people are driving around wondering when it's going to stop. <laughs> um, it's uh, It's totally overrated. Is that all you got? You're gonna give us that's some, it. You're gonna well, give, why is it overrated? That's a really small hole you're trying to blow all that air through <laughs> the mouthpiece, and you don't, you know, as as somebody said, what did you say on a podcast a while ago? Breathing is so easy, even a sleeping baby can do it. Babies do it in their sleep, yeah, yeah. yeah here, there are many problems. I just did a, a, a second version of uh my gadgets for this year's ITG. I did a video and the breathing bed is one of the things I took a look at and I I wanted to see, okay, what do people say it's good for? Let's examine that. And they're saying it's good for uh, relaxation. So you can keep everything relaxed and then it's, and it's good for uh, getting you ready to play the trumpet, right? So you want to relax everything and get your airflow going. And all increasing your lung capacity. You can't increase your lung capacity. Right, but they say it's it's not a thing. It's for that. They say it's for that. But that's not a thing. So we're not going to get into that. Your lungs are your lungs. So, (laughs) so I I watch people then take this bag, and then work really hard (laughs) to try and fill it up quickly. And I'm thinking, well, there goes the relaxation part right out of the thing, right out of the, the gate. And then Brian, exactly what you're talking about becomes really important. So the breathing bag usually has, you know, it's it's fairly open and has very little resistance. So there's a ver- there's very little crossover into what that is and playing on a trumpet. <laughs> so if you want to have a nice relaxed breath, um just lie down on the floor on your back so that, you know, you're flat on your back and then just take a nice deep breath and blow out. Because if you feel your shoulders hunch, oh guess what? There's some excess tension you want to get rid of. You don't need a bag. Right. You need a floor, and I'll bet there's one near you right now. Yeah. Overrated. Unnecessary. There's a floor near you right now. (laughs) But it's I'm just guessing. It's not monogrammed. Um yeah, I'm way overrated. Way overrated on the on the breathing. Yeah. That's 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 why I threw that up in the air. I love hey, it. Th- this was fun. I-, I could sense another one of these coming around. <laughs> yeah, this could happen again. Right. <laughs> I think so. But I'm going to ask Brian not to be so bashful next time. <laughs> it came out guns blazing, right? <laughs> wow. And right out of the shoots. Chris Martin, overrated. <laughs> love it. Chris, love has it. A lot, Chris has gotten a lot of press on the show. If you remember, he was four out of five answers <laughs> right. on, a, on right. a matter of principal Jeopardy game one night. <laughs> Guy oh. just keeps winning and performing just well. Just winning and winning. <laughs> All right, boys, time for no offense. Look, if you're going through life not rating things, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. Give it a rating. Look, we're trumpet players. This is what we do. Someone else's horn, rate it. That solo your friend just played next to you, rate it. The tacos you just ate, rate those. The rehearsal you just sat through, rate it. Let's go. Keep track, have an opinion, and keep everyone and everything accountable. What do you say, boys? Make sure everybody knows about it, too. Right. (laughs) This would be a game you're playing with your friends. All the time. Absolutely. You should be sitting back going, okay, so lunch today. Over, under, properly rated. Boom. Oboe solo. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, oboe solo? <laughs> overrated. overrated. Completely overrated. Let's just go ahead. Let's just we'll, go ahead and say that. We right can now. pre-fill that one in for you. Hold on, uh, Brian. 
clarinets. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Wildly overrated. <laughs> there it is. The, the cane crop this year. <laughs> overrated. We'll, we'll find out four months from now if they can make reeds. <laughs> <laughs> Completely overrated. Oh, man. Well, listen, that should about do it for today. Thanks for joining us on another episode full of informative yet useful information. Wait, I think that's useless information. There, that's better. Stay tuned, tell your friends and neighbors, and give us a good rating. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell.